Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Buffalo Bills fans, welcome back to Believe, a Buffalo Bills fan podcast here on buffalorumblings.com and everywhere else. You go to get your fine Bills-related podcasts. This is indeed Believe, a Buffalo Bills fan podcast, and my name is John Boccasino, flying solo this week, going to give the co-host Jamie D'Amico a well-deserved week off. We are sitting here as the team gets ready for Week 14, we are going to offer up some thoughts from week 13. Uh, the Bills earned a 24 to 10 win over the New England Patriots on Thursday night football. Uh, really, it was a, a satisfying victory um, for the Bills fans out there. Any win feels great, but especially to win in Foxborough the way Buffalo did using a clock consuming rushing attack, a precise passing game, and a defense that thoroughly dominated. Mac Jones from the get-go, Buffalo wins 24-10 on Thursday night football to get their first AFC East win of the year. And on this week's episode of the Believe Podcast, we are going to do a quick recap of the victory as Buffalo defeated New England in Foxborough. It's the third straight season the Bills have traveled to New England and knocked off the Patriots. The last time that happened, you have to go all the way back to the Super Bowl heyday. The 1992 to 1994 Bills were the last team to hand New England three straight victories on their turf. It felt great to watch sour Bill Belichick shake hands with Sean McDermott afterwards. Uh, Patriots faithful left this game early in the fourth quarter. And we know Bill's Mafia travels well. It was so great watching a nearly empty Gillette Stadium, except for Bill's fans who turned that place into a party central for Buffalo and Bill's Mafia as the Bills pick up their third win in a row. After we briefly dissect this win, again, Buffalo's third straight after a two-game slide, I'm going to address a couple of issues that emerged from this victory. The first being whether rookie running back James Cook has supplanted Devin Singletary as the top running back on this offense. And the second is heaping some praise on Buffalo's defensive line, which passed their first major test in playing without talented pass rusher Von Miller, who, as we all know, was placed on injured reserve and will miss Buffalo's next three games. So let's start with the recap. On Thursday, the Bills fell behind early on a long Mac Jones touchdown pass, but really outside of that scoring play, Buffalo's defense befuddled Jones and the Patriots all night long. 
The ground game was supposed to represent a stiff challenge for these Bills, who at times, especially of late, have struggled containing the rushing attack. But instead, this week, Buffalo's defense was more than up to the task. The Bills limited Ramondre Stevenson and New England to just 60 total rushing yards. That's New England's second lowest output on the ground this year. And on the other side of the field, Josh Allen was back to his precise self. The numbers don't jump off the stats sheet. He was 22 of 33, completing 67% of his passes for 223 yards and two touchdowns. But Allen did not throw an interception, and he orchestrated an efficient offense that scored touchdowns on all three trips to the red zone, including that critical moment in the third quarter. The Bills let the Patriots hang around probably a little bit longer than we would have liked. It was 17 to seven and the two teams traded punts in the third quarter. But then Josh Allen orchestrated a long 14 play drive that took up nearly nine minutes on the clock and went 94 yards capped by a touchdown run by Devin Singletary, giving Buffalo the three score lead. And what a drive that was. I believe I read somewhere that was Buffalo's longest touchdown drive since the 2016 season in a game against the Seattle Seahawks. Quite a drive, quite a back-breaking drive too. Really uh, was a nail in the coffin for the Bills as they earned their first AFC win, AFC East win in three tries this year. Now make no mistake about this. This was a big win for the Bills. A loss to the Patriots and Buffalo would have found itself in dire straits heading into the final five games of the regular season, at least as far as the division is concerned. Going to 0-3 in AFC East play means that the odds of Buffalo winning its third straight divisional crown basically could be thrown out the window. Instead of needing a lot of help to claim that division title and a home game, the Bills came up instead with another clutch win. Now they find themselves residing in sole possession of first place heading into this weekend. Was the game exciting? No. I've seen people describe it as a boring Bills win. But there is nothing boring about winning in the NFL. Do you remember the heart attack inducing performances the Bills had the last couple of weeks? The New York Jets game when the Bills came up short in the end? That cardiac classic against Minnesota where the Bills lost in overtime? Or the unbelievably close Thanksgiving Day win over the Detroit Lions. Given how close Buffalo's wins have been of late and how close their games in general have been, I will take a boring win in Foxborough any day of the week. And really, it wasn't that boring. The offense displayed quite a lot. You have to love what you saw from the one-two running back punch of Cook and Devin Singletary. Josh Allen was methodical in engineering those three touchdown drives. And really, what it all comes down to, folks, Let's not minimize the circumstances behind this win. Coming off of those back-to-back losses that really raised some red flags about the Bills' status as Super Bowl contenders, let's give plenty of credit to head coach Sean McDermott, defensive coordinator Leslie Frazier, and offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey for devising a game plan that saw the Bills dominate in time of possession and completely contain the New England offense while earning a big road win. The Bills just played three games in 12 days, all on the road with a banged up roster. And you know what? They went 3-0. and 
No NFL team has ever been tasked with playing three road games in 12 days. And to make matters even worse, the Bills were forced out of their home because of a historic blizzard during that stretch as well. So three wins in 12 days is no easy feat. Let's take a moment to enjoy this win, Bills fans. Buffalo just successfully navigated a tricky three-game stretch. The last win coming in Foxborough, a place that under Bill Belichick's watch has traditionally been a house of horrors for the Bills. Going back to the 1990 season, NFL teams have endured three game road trips 144 times. To give you some perspective as to how difficult what the Bills just pulled off was, only 14 of those teams, that's 9%, managed to go undefeated during that three-game stretch. Unlike in college football, where margin of victory is rewarded big time, there are no style points in the NFL. All that matters is the win. And the Bills overcame adversity to notch an unlikely three-game winning streak, improving again to 9-3 and three on the year. On Thursday night, primetime Josh showed up yet again. Josh Allen getting to 5-0 and on Thursday night games in his career. But more importantly than that, if things break Buffalo's way this weekend, the Bills could not only find themselves atop the division, which they currently are, before the Dolphins take the field, The Bills could also reclaim that number one seed in the AFC. All the Bills need to have happen on Sunday is for the San Francisco 49ers to defeat the Dolphins and the Cincinnati Bengals to knock off the Kansas City Chiefs. If those two things happen, the Bills enter week 14 as the number one seed high atop the AFC standings. That is quite important, and that's the biggest takeaway of all from this win over New England. But there are two aspects of the game that I really want to dive into a little further here on Believe. One is the emergence of rookie running back James Cook. The other is how much Buffalo's other defensive linemen stepped up in a big way in the team's first game, minus Von Miller. First, on the Cook front. This was a breakout, breakthrough performance for the second-round rookie running back out of Georgia. Cook finished with more than 100 all-purpose yards, 105 to be precise, rushing 14 times for 64 yards, a nice healthy average of 4.6 yards per carry, while catching five passes for 41 yards. Many Bills fans, myself included, have been eager to see what Cook could do with a larger share of the touches in the backfield. On Thursday, we got to see that Cook deserves to get more touches in this offense. This was by far the best performance of Cook's young Bills career, and he just continues to get better and better. On Thursday night, he got stronger as the game wore on. He was shredding New England's vaunted defense, whether running or as a pass catcher. Cook showcased his great speed, his outstanding vision, and more importantly, his confidence. And Bills fans should be really excited about Cook's vast potential. But... In the aftermath of this performance, I've seen many Bills fans and pundits alike pondering this question. Has Cook done enough to supplant Devin Singletary as Buffalo's lead back? I don't think he has, at least to this point, nor do I think Cook should be the top back in Buffalo's backfield. Rather, when the Bills offense operates at its best is when there are two running backs leading the charge, giving a change of pace to the defense. And while Cook did flash his skills on Thursday, so too did Singletary, who rushed 13 times for 51 yards, 
about four yards per carry, with a rushing touchdown, his third in the last five games. Now, Singletary did drop a pair of passes, but on the whole, I think that's an aberration more than a trend, as Singletary this year in particular has emerged as a solid runner, a talented pass catcher, and a more than capable blocker in the backfield. That is something that Cook still needs to work on, his pass protection. Moving forward, I expect to see a fairly even split of the touches between Singletary and Cook, and hopefully Ken Dorsey finds more ways to get Naheem Hines his touches as well. As much as Cook balled out with a great game on Thursday, the fact remains Singletary is still a critical part of the offense and hasn't done anything to lose that large portion of the role here on offense that he plays. The second takeaway that I want to dive into here on Believe is how Buffalo's defensive line dominated a banged-up Patriots offensive line. Now, this won't show up in the stat sheet because Patriots quarterback Mac Jones only was sacked once in the game, but in its first test without the unquestioned leader of their defensive line, Von Miller, Buffalo's remaining defensive linemen responded to the challenge in a big way on Thursday. Miller is going to miss at least the team's next three games, including crucial AFC East clashes at home with the New York Jets in Week 14 and the Miami Dolphins in Week 15. While the team is no doubt much better off with Miller on the field, the rest of Buffalo's defensive linemen showed that they can contribute and showed what they can contribute without Miller. Defensive ends Shaq Lawson and A.J. Epinesa applied consistent pressure on Mac Jones, with Epinesa coming away with Buffalo's lone sack late in the second half. But regardless of whether it was Epinesa, Shaq Lawson, Greg Russo, or Boogie Basham, Buffalo's front four harassed Jones for much of this primetime showdown. Lawson beat his man badly and forced Jones into an intentional grounding penalty deep in New England territory during a key sequence while Lawson and Epinesa combined to have three stops behind the line of scrimmage on the night. Rousseau also added a big quarterback hit and broke up a pass, while Basham had a quarterback hit and got after Jones fairly consistently too on Thursday night. The group applied consistent pressure, forcing Jones into frequent check down passes as New England's receivers rarely had the time to get open downfield with Jones under duress. This was a promising first performance in the Millerless month for the Bills, as despite only coming away with that one sack, the Bills made life difficult for Jones and the Patriots' offense. And in perhaps the biggest win of the evening, taking on a talented New England rushing attack, Buffalo's defensive line helped contain Stevenson, limiting him to just 56 yards on the ground. While it is far too early to say yet, Just how well Buffalo's defensive line will fare without Miller, this was definitely a great night for the defense, in particular for Epinesa, Lawson, Russo, and Basham. In Russo's first game back after being sidelined for three games, he showed a lot of pass rushing potential, and the same is true of Basham and Epinesa. Buffalo's defensive line indeed passed its first test versus the Patriots, The next test for this unit comes next weekend when the Jets come to Orchard Park for another big AFC East clash. We will see how the pass rush fares against either Mike White or Zach Wilson, but in the interim, Bills fans, be pleased and be happy with what you saw from the defensive line, with what you saw from James Cook, and with what you saw from Buffalo in general in once again earning a big road win 
24 to 10 over the New England Patriots. And that, folks, is going to bring an end to this week's episode of the Believe Podcast. I would love to hear your thoughts. What did you think? What stood out to you about the win over New England? Do you think James Cook should be the running back number one in the backfield? And what did you think of Buffalo's defensive line in its first game minus Von Miller? Get involved by commenting. To me on Twitter, I am at John Boccasino. I welcome your feedback. And Bills fans, I can't wait to get back here next week as we break down that big week 14 showdown with the New York Jets on Bill Leave, a Buffalo Bills fan podcast.